Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Lotus of Doom, with our buddy Ark, who is back. Yay! Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's good to be back. I mean, uh, it's been... I don't even know. Months, I guess? Between my last surprise guest episode and this... (laughs) So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, um, the live show, as everybody who's hanging out with us uh, realizes, uh, not the usual. Uh, not that we really even have a set schedule for the live show anymore, <laughs> because going around guests with different time zones, we kind of just go whenever we can. So um, thank you, everybody, who shows up to the live shows, as sporadic as they are. I try to give a better heads up on when we're going to go live. This was literally shouted out uh, like 20 minutes before we went live, <laughs> just because we were trying to see what we could do about this. But this week... Since we have some news, which we will get into, it's mainly um, preparation for Thursday, the 27th, which is when we get our reveal for the new chapter. Um, And Ark hasn't really been on since the whole hype cycle has started, so Mm. figured get your input on that, uh, talk about what we might hope to see. I haven't gotten any of your crazy, wacky predictions, mine being mostly wrong. Uh, (laughs) So... And, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of do that. Um, Sounds good I guess, to me. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did want to shout out, because we didn't have any specific written word ones, uh, but one thing I did want to uh, mention, just because Ark made a pretty funny post about this, was um, on last episode, which was episode 293, we happen to reach 293 individual iTunes reviews globally, yeah. which was just kind of amusing. <laughs> um, so that that was just a funny little thing. Thank you, everybody who takes the time to do that. Because <clears throat> on on Apple, it definitely does matter. Um, yeah. We still don't know if it matters on Spotify. Do you have any deep behind-the-scenes knowledge on that? I, so... I just told people, hey, we've got stars there. <laughs> if you want to give us five, thanks. And many of you have, so thanks. But I don't know if it works like Apple. I don't yet know how effective the Spotify um, reviews are. I guess it's too new to tell how, how they affect, like, ranking and everything like that if there is a ranking like there is in itunes um so i'm not sure i did add the um the our spotify feed to my 
like review rating collector service that I'm using. Sure. But it was mentioned that they can't pull reviews, I think. If there is even reviews, it just can't pull ratings, apparently. So Oh, weird. Yeah, I'll have to manually go in there and check those out. Um, I just need to not forget doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> eh, details, details. Uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, the fact that so many of you take the time to actually just do that in case it does help, uh, you know, th thank you. Uh, it's just appreciated. It makes mm -hmm. us look like we actually know what we're doing, <laughs> which if you watch the uh, tw 20 minute pre-show, you'll also realize we don't. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. I, I appreciate the lie you help us propagate that we're very professional <laughs> about all of this. I mean, over the 293 episodes, we got really good at pretending we know what we, we did. Doing. And, yeah. and to your credit, because I feel like, especially recently, since you've been doing more work behind the scenes than like on the show, <laughs> at this point, I think you have mastered um, audio majory <laughs> because... <laughs> What you did with the last episode was nothing short of a small miracle. So, See, so. the thing is, I have, like, zero knowledge on actual audio engineering, like, actually using the proper tools for the job. I got really good at barbarically butchering the audio tracks <laughs> and making them, like, folding them into what I need them to be. So... <laughs> That's mostly what I do. I just like cut them into a thousand pieces and put them back together and it somehow works. That's so great. <laughs> and yes, you did even not edit out the guar bit, which we made a joke about. You won't have to go through and edit each individual piece. And then the show exploded promptly <laughs> thereafter. So <laughs> I feel like there was a little bit of too much tempting fate in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did see the, the thing was, to show you that I could have edited that out, which I did on Twitter. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a dictator of the podcast. Okay, I'll, 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 Lotus is the host, <laughs> and he is free to, you know, spread his propaganda of lies and slander. I just wanted him to know that I could have edited that out if I wanted to, which is <laughs> you totally, have the power totally to do not so. a totalitarian, totalitarian rage. It's, it's <laughs> that fine. That is quite a word. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say it. So, uh, as one thing, during the live show, apparently my audio is crackly, unfortunately. We tried to fix it. It didn't work. Normally, it happens because of voice meter clashing with my other audio drivers. Right now, I don't have voice meter, but it's still clashing with something. <laughs> but thankfully, well, hopefully, our local recording will not have that. So here's the hoping. Yeah, because that would be super <laughs> annoying. Uh, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just that be a technique. Yeah, I'll just barbarically edit yeah, this out as I well did. and hope that it's it works true. out. I said you became very adept with like being a mage of audio, but it's actually just you're you're just full on tanking the audio by mm -hmm. smashing it into a corner. So. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so, what is our all right? Oh, what what do we what do we, so, we talk today? I guess so. This is weird. I was, it's strange leading with you being on the show because <laughs> I was used to following your lead for so many years. So it's a little strange. Um, so 
I guess we'll kind of just jump into uh, a couple of the news bits to 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 start with, which there's not a lot, but there was some stuff that happened. Um, <clears throat> the Daedric War celebration is currently going on. I don't know if you've had any game time to deal with it. Um, they released the new pet, which you're going to piece together to make the new things, uh, the ticket-based events. And it's mm. called the Daedric War Celebration, which is Morrowind's chapter, Somerset's chapter, and uh, the Clockwork City. So it's like the closing of that whole storyline from way back in the day. And you want to mm. do one repeatable in... Somerset and one repeatable in either the Clockwork City or Vardenfell uh, to get each of your tickets. You can get two a day. Same same situation they've had for the past several years. Um, the other thing is doing uh, what is what are, what are they called? Abyssal Geysers. That's the name that I'm looking for. Right. So this is sort of like part of my tales, but like just something I wanted to uh, bring up. And I'm not sure if it's unique to just me. I've heard that it's not from a couple other people, and I don't know really how it would be because they're world events. The spawn timer on those things is, well, really bad. Abysmal, actually. They're abysmal abyssal geysers (laughs) because, like, I don't know why they are down for so long. Maybe I just have really bad timing, but, like, they're never up for me, which is weird. Um, so it's been a lot of waiting around for those, which I'm not a big fan of. And um, the dailies, you know, that they, they have some decent drops and stuff like that. Um, so I do suggest kind of vary them because you get a lot of crafting materials that they, they want. There's motifs, stuff like that. A lot, lot of decent stuff so far that comes out of them. The drop rate seems better than last event because I've actually gotten a couple of these gold pages where last event I got nothing, literally nothing. Every (laughs) page I got was given to me by somebody who got duplicates. I couldn't believe it. So that's the wonders of RNG there. Um, But also doing that, if you haven't already cleared the zones, you can fill up your uh, sticker book, your your collections log from the drops that come from it. So... In general, um, pretty, pretty pretty decent, pretty simple to do, especially if you if you haven't done those zones. I believe there's uh, double drops in those areas too. So like, you, not not drops as in like, oh, well, actually, you probably do get double drops. Yeah, you do. Never mind. Yeah, so also like double I drops. Went, I think yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I would, th- what I meant, even though I said that and it turned out to be true by sheer happenstance, um, I think the nodes give you more crap too. Like. Get, I, I feel like in every event that that's the thing, yeah. Like you yeah, get double drops so, from the nodes, the quest and, things, and like the, the boxes quest and everything. Yeah, <clears throat> and it does factor in with your CP, so that's also pretty handy. Mm-hmm. Because if you get a double pull on a double pull, that's a lot of materials, which is pretty <laughs> handy. Yeah. It does not uh, it does not apply to um, surveys though. Just just keep in mind oh, yeah. uh, if. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be amazing. Wink. Uh, <laughs> that but, would that would instant like cause instant inflation of everything. That's <laughs> and that's not what PC needs at this point. Uh, no, we need it more. For, okay, Blaze. Thank you so much. Yeah, confirmed. It, it's definitely double drops uh, mm-hmm. on nodes as well. Cool, 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 cool. Yep, and she said as well. All right, thank you. Uh, perfect, perfect. Um, so the event itself. Pretty good, pretty standard. I do like the combined event like this rather than these 
Somerset celebration, Morrowind celebration, where mm-hmm. we kind of overloaded on events. These good work, Zoss. Do more of this. Combine them. <laughs> this, this is this is the way to do them because it gives you multiple options uh, to do them, and and still covers all the things. One thing that I would be remiss to mention before we just move on. I start from Benevolent Bodie, friend of the show. Uh, he mentioned something that is really awesome, and I did not think about this being a case. So, there is a Clockwork City daily about uh, the crows. They're, they're the ones for the, the Black Feather Court. Mm-hmm. One of their quests is notoriously obnoxious. Most of their quests are pretty obnoxious, but when you do one of their quests, it's basically bringing them back trinkets and junk to, to yeah. complete the quest. And for the longest time, you had to pickpocket this garbage, and it's random <laughs> chance what you pickpocket. One thing that Benevolent pointed out on Twitter, which I never thought of, if you have completed the Dragon Guard storyline and have rebuilt their sanctum, there is a chest you can open once a day. Oh. It has random trinkets in it. You can collect them, no stealing required. It auto-fills every day, oh, and you shoot. can use them to complete the quest. Oh, that is good. Amazing. <laughs> that is I would have never found amazing. that. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was a thing when I was doing 30 of those, because that was <laughs> awful. <laughs> a yeah, lot I always of NPCs had to die. <laughs> But it's for the greater good of achievements. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what's going on in game at the moment. Um, did you have anything? I know you had just kind of glossed over what's been happening. Uh, do you have any like opinions on the supposed PvP update we have on the horizon? Where much like with PvE with the multi-threading, they're now apparently doing back-end work to finally correct the issues with pvp except they've mentioned it will probably have a similar one year long time mm-hmm. span to get this ironed out because um, i know you've long since missed pvp and honestly have enough issues where you can't even pvp most of the time when you tried to play yeah in cyrodiil hasn't worked for me in a long time because of like my usual ping to elder scrolls online servers are 100 to 130 just my usual. So going into Cyrodiil, even on EU, has been pretty unplayable unless the server is empty, pretty much. Now, the thing is, so basically what, what uh, Matt Fire said in the forum post was, okay, so we realized, well, I am paraphrasing, or basically just going through what I um, understood from the underlying you know, message there. So they finally figured out that they just can't duct tape it together. That's just not going to work. That's, from everything I've gathered, that's what they've been trying to do to fix PvP in Elder Scrolls Online. Just patch it, duct tape it, use some glue, and see if it works, see if it holds. And that just hasn't worked, as we all know, over the course of several years. And I've always mentioned that whatever issue Elder Scrolls Online, especially on PvP side, has is just at the foundation and they just can't and won't be able to fix it up at this stage seven years into the game's lifetime by just trying out different things and changing or fixing the code here and there they have to just go deep diving into the whole structure 
and change it from the ground up. Now, the problem with that is, that is an absolute nightmare. For a developer, that is the, like, the worst task you can be assigned to. I can't there, imagine there where is, you even start. There is <laughs> like, almost nothing worse than doing that on a seven-year-old code base, especially if the code base is not like academically good, which I assume is not in any game ever published because the fact that valid. any game is ever released is a miracle. They, <laughs> like, if you look at it, if you look at it, this is a joke within game developer community. Um, looking at any game regardless of how small or how big it's a miracle that they release at all it doesn't matter in the triple a double a they it's just they shouldn't release at all but somehow they do so um what fire said was they are gonna go back to the foundations and start fixing that from there which if they can do that within a year that's actually really good that's actually <laughs> right. pretty good that's but, actually pretty aggressive yeah <laughs> like but at this stage, that is really the thing to do to actually try and fix Elder Scrolls Online's PvP side. And I hope it works. And I wish yeah, all the best to the team that is going to be assigned on this task. And I hope they get to see their families. I hope they get to see their <laughs> friends throughout the next year. Uh, because that is that is a nightmare task that they are going to be taking on. And yeah, just good luck, I guess. Yeah, so I kind of echo that sentiment as well, where I really just hope that uh, they manage to figure out, honestly, I hope, we've we've made the joke before that it seems like with them, anything that can go wrong finds a way to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if for once they did something and it just happened to work. They don't even need yeah. to understand it for change. Just <laughs> for once, they do something, and instead of like, oh my god, like, of course this happened. How about just for once, it just happens to work. Yeah, <laughs> that'd I... be that'd be <laughs> that'd be that a nice. That would be very change. nice. Yeah, but I don't think they are that lucky. <laughs> no, I don't either. So far, they're batting a zero. I think in regards to that, I don't think they've had anything. Just happened to work like that. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Fingers crossed. There's a lot to be seen going forward with that. Um, I know there's quite a few tensions in the PvP community uh, with varying degrees of, of, of good reason, but, like, you know, how some of it's handled is not great. So, like, you know, hope, hopefully this actually does end up working in the end mm -hmm. and maybe... F bringing people back or just letting people who are still interested enjoy it more because it is a lot of fun if you do like it or even mm -hmm. just want to dabble in it but the performances and i mean they know it's the, the performance is a huge turnoff to to so so yeah. many and most not all because again like you said nothing just works but <laughs> a lot of the problems with pve were actually greatly improved. I won't say fixed, but greatly improved mm -hmm. for the most part with um, their, their kind of like year of dedication to performance in PvE. A lot of the trials aren't quite as bad. Like uh, things that were longstanding issues, mm -hmm. a lot of them were corrected. Um, you know, not everything, obviously, but at least from my experience, it's it's definitely... It's definitely better than it was. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, you know, I, I've mentioned that I, part of the holdup is I, I think last gen is unfortunately just stretched to its absolute limit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, because when you make the shift from last gen to current gen or from console to PC, uh, it, it's just it's so much different. It's really like, oh, my God, this is not the I same mean, product. It makes sense. How long has it, it been since last gen? Like, when was last gen released? I think it was released? like, I, I, I want to say 2000. I think it was basically the year it came out. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the year ESO came out. Like, no, no, no. Like, like uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox yeah, One was I, released. I, I think it was 2014 or 13. So it's I like. I kind of want to say even earlier than that. It, PS4 it came out in 2013. 2013. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but the difference is ESO has been, you know, adding all this stuff because it also ran a lot better originally mm -hmm. on console. They've been adding all this stuff and PCs can upgrade. So you're matching mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Consoles weren't upgrading. So it's like you're, <laughs> you're pushing more stuff on something that can't upgrade. It's still that old. So it's like, it's, yeah, November 2013. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 exactly that's exactly it. It's like they're I think they're kind of capped out on RAM and just hard drive readability yeah. because the load times are insane. Whereas when when I went f to my PS5, it was like, holy crap! It <laughs> runs like my PC. <laughs> like it's amazing. Um, and hopefully one day those won't be impossible to find for everybody as well. But. Yeah, at the that's, that's that's a whole other issue. <laughs> um, so I guess the other thing we need to discuss news-wise, which yours has not arrived yet, although it mm -hmm. seems like yours is in transit, which hopefully will. I mean, get there I don't one even day. officially know whether if I'm getting one or not. I just think well, uh, there is something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were sent something, and it's yeah. weird timing to be sent something that isn't this because that's yeah. exactly. I have been Skinny asked Cheeks had mentioned. for my address. That's it. That, that's all right. I know. And, and so that's that's exactly what was done with me originally. And uh, Skinny Cheeks actually uh, had mentioned it uh, on the episode with him and Nephis, where he was like, "Hey, Gina asked for my address. I I, I guess I'm getting something." <laughs> and. To anybody who does not do the social media thing, um, what we're talking about is the yearly hype cycle thing that they send out. Um, thank you to Gina and Zoss for including me in this. I, you know, I, I'm very appreciative that you send this so that we can actually talk about it on the show. Uh, not to mention, selfishly, I just love this stuff. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's really neat. Uh, you can probably tell by my wall of collector's crap behind us. Mm. Um, I, In the episode with Benefactor, I, I will definitely say again, um, to reiterate the sentiment, I really hope that for the community at large that is super interested in this stuff i hope that the bethesda store does make this stuff uh, available to to everybody mm -hmm. who's not like here for marketing reasons i guess is the best way to say because i mean that's yeah. that's what it is this is a this is a, a inexpensive well not it's moderately inexpensive because this thing's yeah. pretty bulky uh form of advertising because yeah. it's sent out to people that are doing stuff in the community and i'm glad to see that i've seen some artists and other people who are not just like streamers and stuff like that included so um i really do like that 
Hopefully they keep ex expanding that so that it's available to people who want these and don't want to be left out. Um, but yeah, so what we were sent this time is a little pouch thing that holds a medallion. It's not even so much a coin. I love that pouch. Ah, uh, there it is. I that's, changed one oh, camera. That's massive compared to it the is coins really we usually get. Oh, wow. Okay. That's like and a palm size, and you have big palms. <laughs> I can pop a basketball for context. <laughs> um, and then a letter um, that was also included. It is all documented on the UESP as well as the Imperial Library um, for anybody not watching the video, or if you are watching the video um, that would like to fully read this stuff use either of those resources they're both fantastic they have uh descriptions and photos up uh on them so you know check that out if you want to get some in-depth on it but as a quick run through uh it's a letter that is intercepted actually uh so curious to see where this is going to lead to there's a lot of implications of mage uh, influence with Magnus being mentioned in the letter. Um, also, uh, Investigator Vale, I believe it is, with Lady... Oh, I can't... Well, it's DeVoe, I believe, but Arabella DeVoe. Um, mm. My pronunciation is terrible. I apologize in advance. I think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> but um, there, there's a lot of different references to things going forward, um, and a lot of them are mage-based, which with the storm that's kicked up in the teaser trailer also kind of seems like it would it would make sense um mm -hmm. because that which has a lot of people you know kind of on the fence about it Maomer have that that maelstrom ability with the sea and stuff like that so it already seemed like there was some magic related to that weather magic stuff so very curious to see how this all shakes out going forward. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm not going to lie. I'm really, really excited for the 27th at this point. Like it, <laughs> This was kind of the final one that I, I wasn't sure what else they were going to do prior to the reveal. So this is uh, this one's pretty sweet. Um, I don't... It really seems like there's... I don't know. There's just so many potentials for what they could do with it. So yeah. I, I'm curious to see exactly what part they're going to nail down. I mean, every time um, we go off, like outside of Tamriel, with the exception of Somerset, uh, has been absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and to to give its right to Somerset as well as an expansion. That was a really good expansion. Now, the concept of it yep. sucked because it was Somerset and it was all Sure. As an expansion, <laughs> it was a very well-made expansion. It was oh, actually yeah, it was one awesome. of the yeah, one of the points in Elder Scrolls Online's, you know, expansion and chap uh, like DLC history that it from that on they really got better. With Somerset, they really <clears throat> upped their yep. game. So I feel that Somerset was a turning point in, mm -hmm. in their storytelling. Mm. So they they do a really good job with introducing a whole new island so far. They did yes. that with Morrowind, like Warrenfell, um, same with Somerset, Clockwork City, we can, it's still off-world, so even if it's not an island, it's off-world, so it's, yeah, it's exciting to be 
going on yet another island or continent or whatever i guess we'll see yeah um, some people say we are going west some people say we are going east which is right. interesting because there is as far as i know there isn't much in the east and there's like a lot of breton inspired visuals in the teasers as well so i guess going Agreed. west yeah, sort of going west to either Yokuda or one of the islands. I don't. It makes sense to me. I'd be curious because my big thing is I've been very curious on the Yakutan thing as well mm. because I'm not sure how that would look on a map. What with the main island of Yakuda being underwater, but there's still the the islands around it. Would we get several land masses instead of one big land mass? Like I would like that actually. That would be an interesting change to the dynamic. I mean, one could be the chapter. Doing. One could be the DLC. One could just have dungeons. That, sure, sure. Like they There's... like they did with Falkreath Hall. I mean, instead of introducing it as a zone, they just introduced it as a whole dungeon. So right. So like, there's definitely some interesting potential for. I I don't know variety and. They they might I, I assume they'll keep the same type of rollout as best because it does work for them, mm -hmm. but they might be able to do something a little different with what that rollout is through the current year, which would be kind of interesting because a little bit of unpredictability goes a long way when people don't know yeah. exactly what to <laughs> expect. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Very, very exciting stuff. Um really really curious to see don't forget to tune in if you can i will be at work which will be real miserable so uh to anybody <laughs> uh, um that that will be watching it make sure to post all that good stuff um on <laughs> on twitter so that i can check in because i might not have enough uh, bandwidth for video feed to watch that but i do check twitter an irresponsible amount while i'm working <laughs> so updates please to everybody that uh <laughs> would have interest so that i am not totally left in the dark <laughs> um so this kind of brings us to uh, you know we're, we're covered the the main idea of stuff Ark, what have you uh what have you just been up to i mean i know you haven't had a ton of game time but why don't you do like what have you just been up to outside <laughs> of just like <laughs> work just and stuff working, what, yeah, what if, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say what is what is your experience been because i actually gotta just open the door to let boots in real quick so i yeah uh, sure take it away <laughs> what if, just fill people in because it's been a while buddy yeah so as some of you know i have been gone from content creation and gaming mostly since I got the got into a new job, which has been going really well. Uh, I'll wait, it's been really busy. And the reason I haven't been, you know, content creating or whatever much has been because it's it's been big because this time around I want to like do it healthily. Like I used to full time work and do podcasting and streaming and everything sort of full time as well, uh, which is something I can do, technically, but it wasn't really healthy in the long term. Um, so this time around, I'm trying to maintain a proper sleep schedule, which is difficult with my insomnia, and try to just, like, live a healthier life, so less content creation. And I have been, had been, burned out of ESO, and I hadn't played ESO for... <laughs> Um, Tatanko goes in chat like, Lotus, tell us more, and then leaves. Uh, but, 
Um, I had been burned out of ESO, however, uh, recently, well, not recently, it's been a while, but we don't get much uh, game time together, unfortunately, mostly due to my uh, work shenanigans. The Untaunted, your favorite Dungeoneers, have returned to Tamriel. And we've been trying to play more together again, uh, clearing more achievements together. We actually completed... So we only had two missing hard modes as a team together in terms of dungeons. And that was uh, Dread Cellar and its parallel dungeon. I don't remember what the name of it. Uh, the museum one, I think. So one of them was Dread Cellar, one of them was the museum one. Um, so we finally got through those hard modes as well, and we did that fairly easily too. Um, I'm just gonna let Lotus put on his headphones because I see him on camera now. There he is. So, we, after Turn. months of not playing together at all, we got into Dread Cellar and the other dungeon and we cleared those, and we ran out of hard modes. So we were like... Okay, we are gonna play tonight, so what should we do? And Jen was like, Well, I don't have the skin from Moon Hunter Keep, so we gotta we can do no death run Moon Hunter Keep. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Uh Red Petal Bastion, yes, thank you. Dreadsiller and Red Petal Bastion. So we got into Moon Hunter Keep and we started attempting um What's his name? Attempting the no death. Which, you know, as a as a group as unfocused as us, is difficult <laughs> to do because we don't really play the game seriously. Like, I, even in a no-death situation, I can't stop myself from trolling people, um, or Kitsu can't stop from, as our bloodthirsty DPS, can't stop from running straight into one of those uh, gigantic werewolves. And giving us heart attacks. The behemoths will kill you through other people too, which is yeah, why that place yeah. is actually pretty obnoxious <laughs> to no death. Yeah, so we are doing no death, and it's like... We go into that room where there's like four other rooms on the, on the like sides, right? And there is one big werewolf, like one behemoth, and two normal werewolves in one of those rooms that you have to kill for no death. Almost every single time, uh, <laughs> we go into that room, we clear it, and Kitsu straight up runs right in there because she forgets, and I forget, and everybody forgets every single time, <laughs> even though we are doing the dungeon back-to-back. -back. And then Luna starts screaming, I start screaming, you see Kitsu running straight out the room with the behemoth chasing her. <laughs> and we are just like, oh no, oh no, no. I pop barrier, Luna pops barrier, we stack everything to avoid dying. So it's a lot of like panic. Because as I said, we just don't really take it that seriously and just play for the shenanigans. But eventually That's we got to- That's a fun way to do it though. Yeah, it is, it is. I mean, it's mo <clears throat> we generally die while laughing. Like, there's two reasons right, yeah. we die most of the time. Well, three. Either I space out and uh -huh. forgot to, forget to taunt or do anything. Basically, just literally space out and just, just get on one shot. And it's just like, oh, right, and, I'm still yeah, playing. And it's like, hmm. Yeah, I die. <laughs> and the second time we are laughing, so nobody really can do anything due to, due to laughing. Or the third version is... What was it? I forgot. I thought about three reasons and I forget. This is exactly what I do in the middle of the dungeon as well. See, the third uh, reason oh, is right, forgetting the reason. mechanics. <laughs> Jen and Kitsu have 
way too much DPS, literally. It gets oh, us yeah. killed most of the time. They, it's insane. Like we trigger so many mechanics back to back, we end up dying and I always, almost always end up asking Jen and Kitsu like, please slow down. I can't I can tank that much, <laughs> like I'm a good tank. But when you spawn 50 werewolves at the final boss at the same time, because of the DPS, it's like, it's I, can, so I, I can't brutal. keep up. <laughs> it's so brutal. I mean, yeah, They're it's been insane. a while back that I did that uh, pure lunacy thing, which is the, the, the perfect run in there where you have to do the speed, no death, hard mode mm -hmm. together. And to second that, whereas everybody just was like, they went hog wild on the actual thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to grab all this. Like, there's so much crap. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, like, to your point, they can do so much damage so quickly. It's basically like you only have to do it for a few seconds because the fight's over mm -hmm. so quick. But it backlogs in that place and just dumps all of the werewolves where it's mm -hmm. like, Okay, here's three, here's two, here's three more, here's two more, here's three more, here's two more, and also the side wolves, and it's like, also I need the boss, and then here comes the mechanic that won't skip where you have to do the Simon Says wizard game. Yeah. And then there's the 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 wardens that pop up, the lightning wardens, and like we failed in execute of doing that a few times because there was one run. I couldn't reach the boss to puncture her. Like, there was too <laughs> yeah. many ads. I couldn't get through to actually get aggro. And she lunged over the werewolves and crushed one of the DPSs. Yeah. I was like, that's not fair. I can't get to her. That's, like, those situations are the only time I wish there was AoE taunt in the game. But that would just that would just make so many things so much easier that I don't it want an AoE taunt in the game. Burn. But yeah. it's like sometimes, uh, yeah, not being able to, like, even if you can get to it, sometimes you just can't target it. You hit everything else. Even with tap target, I was trying to tap through the things and I select every other werewolves except the main boss. And yeah, so, but we eventually got it. And then in between one of the runs, I coughed and accidentally uh, pressed E on the uh, hard mode as well. Uh, because, you know, that happens, definitely. So we ended up doing the hard mode as well in there because we didn't do it before due to the bug of not having a fourth um, circle at the end. I guess they fixed that because we just did it and got that so, out of the way as well. Um, to, to that point, the circle thing is usually fixed. It will sometimes still happen. Um, oh. But the thing about it is, which, which we kind of learned the hard way, is we had three people basically go for the three that they could see no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I actually would look for, at least for us, there was an inv like the the one that's missing. It's it's there, but there's no symbol. Mm -hmm. Would for us, it kept spawning directly in front of the boss when oh. it's in the middle of the room. So if we didn't have one and nobody could see it, I would try to sprint to the middle and just stand there and assume that it was there. And it right. saved us on more than one occasion. Okay, um, that is interesting. That that was what. But on the flip side, that's not that common. Most of the time, it just worked. But if it, it, it's still not perfect. Honestly, if you figured something as specific as that, 
Have you bug reported that? Like this, this. Yeah, I, I, I have. Yeah. Okay, because that that is like a huge thing for a developer to fix that up because it's, like yeah, that's it's a long standing one too. Yeah, yeah. If if you figured out something that specific, like it spawns in front of the boss, right? Type thing. Yeah, that is it. That is huge. I wonder if I have updated it like the last time because originally I was just confused what it was and then like. I, I wonder if I've actually updated what I've yeah, what I've sent. Yeah, if you sent. figured out such a specific behavior, I would just yeah message them again. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. So I think I will probably do that. Now that you say <laughs> that, it's like mm, that's true because we did actually have that ironed out to the point where it was pretty particular where we figured out how to do it. Right. Yeah. I would. I would definitely message that again. But yeah, so we ran out of things to do and. We thought from now on, I mean, we don't have any more dungeon hard modes. Um, so next time we get back together again, we are starting our Perfecto runs. Yeah, yeah. now you're talking. Now it's going to get <laughs> even more wacky. <laughs> exactly, and soon yeah. you will learn. I mean, you guys sound very similar setup where it's just like complete over the top DPS so mm -hmm. that it's like the time will unlikely be a problem. The yeah. hard modes will unlikely be too much of a holdup once you kind of iron them out so that it's not just like, hey, we got through, and it's like, okay, we've got this pretty much down. Mm -hmm. It's really just having nobody get clipped by anything while yeah. trying to be super speedy. Oh my god, there's so many that it's like, what, <laughs> why? Like, what is happening? Yeah, there's, there's just one problem with that is, I mean, the group is, we called our group untaunted for a reason, and that reason is me. <laughs> I forget taunting stuff. I space out. So I don't know how we are going to do perfect. That's gonna, well, I guess it's going to be see. rough. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> and on top of that, because we ran out of things to do, and I was streaming as well, so someone suggested, should we do a trial? I was like, how? And they were like, I guess we can do a trial with just the four of us. I was like, can the we do that? aren't that bad with four yeah, to five people. So if you're all very comfortable with it yeah so we just did like normal asylum sanctorium yeah uh, not with plus three but just like plus plus zero. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we got through everything and i think we know that we well we were about to know death it and then someone just died because i might have forgotten to do something again but yeah so i'm thinking like on the days we want to chill i guess we are just going to do normal trials together the ones that don't require 12 people mechanically, like Hell Rustedal, where you have to stand on portals or whatever. Uh, or was that a tearing archive? Whatever. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It took a lot of time, because even sure. with the Beast 2 DPS we had, uh, it just, you know, doesn't and add up it, it's to meant being for 12 people, people, even yeah. on normal. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was like 25 million health on the, on the thing, so... But it was a lot of fun, so we are, I guess we are going to do that as well. I heard Cloud Rest is potentially doable as well with just four people. I, um, so I've done, so uh, I, one of the things that I did when I was uh, kind of testing how to get an achievement, uh, again, it, on PC there's uh, a very helpful add-on that will prevent you from ever screwing this achievement up, but there is an achievement um, for, uh, I believe it's called Shocking Instinct, and it's for, mm. you know, the bar swap mechanic that you can yeah. get in Cloud Rest. So it is for never having anyone take damage from the bar swap mechanic. Oh, wow. Okay. Meaning Yeesh. the second it goes live, you have to immediately flip because you take a very small tick to mm. trigger the... 
which is obnoxious on console because it doesn't automatically do that to prevent it or anything like yeah. that. Like it, it's it's actually pretty difficult if you don't have like it locked out essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my thought was, um, well, what if you don't have a second bar? Well, oh. the first thing we learned was if you just equip one weapon, your fists count as a back bar. So that's not any good <laughs> because you just get electrocuted on that. So, um, but what we did find out is what if we uh, remove the ability to have a back bar, i.e. be a werewolf? There is no oh. back bar. What the game does is it gives up. It just doesn't give you the mechanic. <laughs> Nobody can get it because you physically can't do it. Um, so so um, we went in with five of us, and we all brought companions. So technically, there were 10 of us. Companions only have one bar, so they can't switch <laughs> weapons. And we we five-personed per- we, we five and five-companioned the trial on normal, all as werewolves, and we got the achievement because nobody had a second bar to switch to. So the game literally skipped the entire mechanic. They're just like, this boss doesn't have a second mechanic. Oh, well. Dude, that is insane. I love that. So, so yeah, that's if, if you're looking for that achievement, um, that is absolutely a thing you can do. I have video proof on my YouTube of it, um, of us just doing it. And we slow rolled it on purpose <laughs> because we're like, let's really make sure it's not just being lucky. And I th- we were in there just on the side boss for like seven minutes. Just nobody Wait, getting them panicked. We're like, yeah, it's have not you there. Have you told Finn about this? Because I can't imagine him just going like flipping the desk about this. Like, um, oh, he, screw you. <laughs> I, I've, I, so there was actually a bit of contention. Not not like ah screw you type of thing but like i posted originally right before i tried it on twitter and people said two different things some people were like oh no you'll just get stuck with it and other people were like no you probably theoretically you shouldn't get it and like when i did that a lot of people were like oh wait really that's actually a method i was like it's actually a method (laughs) so they're definitely aware of it because i'm pretty sure finn was tagged in the post Mm. for it when people were like hey this totally works and i think his response was something like hey gotta be creative (laughs) yeah i can't (laughs) so that was um, amazing i love that but yeah it's so like if you no go ahead when you said companions, it just dawned on me. We didn't even spawn our companions in the Asylum yeah. Sanctuary. We just went in there with four we of just us. Went in there. <laughs> they're pretty handy if they're just if you just want to fill roster spots. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are going to start our perfectas whenever I can make time. Because most of the time we decide on like, okay, let's play, for example, Tuesday. And I end up getting off work like two, three hours later. Or I end up getting off work without feeling any energy to do anything. So sure, you know how I in Sims that. or games like that, you have they have bars like food bar, energy bar, yep. fun bar, whatever. I have a do nothing bar that I have to fill up. <laughs> it's a bar I... that fills up by me doing absolutely nothing. Now this this involves gaming, watching something. It's a do nothing bar. Yes. So I have to fill that up before I can start doing stuff. It's your so fuel source. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sometimes that gets in the way of gaming or streaming or doing stuff as well. So yeah, if I can get rid of that bar, I'm going to go back to doing stuff. But at the moment, it's there. So. <clears throat> 
But yeah, that's that's what I've been up to mostly in ESO stuff. Nice. And I guess I'll go back to story stuff as well once the new chapter hits because I am yeah. like Blackwood story day gone and everything. Initially, I was very excited about it, but then I like the zone I loved and explored to the depths. But then yep. story wise, I never really got into it for some reason. It didn't for the first time you. in ESO as well. So. Um, I, I don't think you're alone in that. And I was actually talking to Child Asethus about this. Um, I I thought it was a very slow start. We're, we're not going to spoil anything, just so people know. We're not, we're, that's, not, <laughs> that's not the goal. The next chapter isn't out yet, so we're not going to spoil Blackwood here. But um, I thought it started pretty slow. And I was like, this isn't really what I thought this was marketed as exactly. Mm-hmm. I loved the zone. So I kept playing through, and plus I like to clear everything. And I, I, as I went through, I actually ended up really liking it once it got going. And then the way it closed up, I thought the Deadlands was awesome, and I really liked the way it all wrapped up in the end. Can but I just it took say, a long time to get there. I haven't even visited Deadlands yet. Four so, months? I haven't left Leavin except to portal into dungeons. <laughs> so... Let me put it this way. Hot take. In the end, this is probably my favorite expansion. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Which is not, I don't think, a common thing. I just thought it tied together really, really well. Because I've, I I like all of them. So, I like, Greymore was one where I didn't think it sounded like my cup of tea. But I did like it in the end type mm-hmm. of thing. But, like, prior to this... Somerset probably had my favorite story. This one is definitely like fighting for that. Well, look, it's the Daedric part of Somerset. <laughs> you heard it, people. Somerset is Lotus's favorite expansion no, and storyline. Like he loves that. he loves Altmer Dominion. He loves elves <laughs> and their land and their stories. That's it. I'm going into Cyrodiil. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like uh, I, I definitely really, really liked this season once it got going. Uh, but it definitely was kind of a slow start and not the direction I thought. But yeah, what, once it got going, I really liked it. And the Deadlands is just weird. Like <laughs> weird and bizarre references to Battlespire, which I personally appreciated because it made that trek through that game feel like it had more of a meaning <laughs> other than just excessive punishment for everybody else's entertainment (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness yeah Um, i might i might play it i mean mechanically speaking blackwood like the blackwood expansion was absolutely amazing because companions dude i loved companions i loved leveling them up i loved like trying to come up with most useful ways for them and everything like that but yeah, for some reason, I just never got into the story of it. But that's yeah, uh, it just didn't know. click with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that was with a lot of people. So like, I I kind of get it. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's I definitely was a big fan in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess with my stuff, one of the things that I so I've been getting shipped all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> other than the awesome thing that I I was sent from Zoss, uh, thank you again for that. Um, one thing I'm going to try to show off on screen, it's very hard because it's in a sealed case, so it's reflective, 
but um, you'll be pleased to know because it involves your uh, best friend in the world, the glass uh. version of armor. Um, <laughs> I got a physical version of my character. Uh, it is a statue of my character from in-game, sent to me from the UESP. Um, they they were doing this for glass tier patrons and uh, Daedric tier and stuff like that and it it's a basically uh for anybody who's not on the video version and it's also tough to see because it is in a case mm -hmm. so it kind of reflects unfortunately the light <laughs> uh there's pictures on my twitter of what it actually looks like but it looks ugly spoiler how dare you um <laughs> <laughs> they did an amazing 3d print of your character you could get it from the different games um I, I know it was a bigger project uh, just from talking to them than they, they realized because they were, it was very intensive. Um, but hope, I, I mean, for anybody who saw it online, it had like a crazy response to. So um, if, if that's something you're interested in, keep your eyes peeled on there. Uh, the Elder Scrolls, uh, the unofficial Elder Scrolls page is Patreon for the following year in case they do something like that again. It's, it's very impressive. It's just, I, I, always joke that i don't rp but like my oc character so to speak is actually not my character it's just what it's the armor that my character is it doesn't matter who's in the armor so like that's always been the thing so it's like it looks like it on different games and stuff like that and uh yeah it was kind of neat because they they literally duplicated every part of what the character looks like much to arc's chagrin because he yeah. hates glass armor <laughs> Dude, I don't hate glass armor. I hate your glass armor with the default it's, green. Oh. It's uh, oh It's my not God. even default green. I bet the 3D it's, printer it's... that printed that broke. <laughs> the artist who had to model that out for the 3D printer probably quit his job. <laughs> That's also, so... Lotus's character is actually just three raccoons in armor. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so, you know, huge shout out to the UESP. They, I mean, f friends of the show actually have on a US UESP mm -hmm. hoodie. Um, but yeah, they, they, they provide crazy amounts of, of information for all of us in the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they put in a lot of hard work over there. And this was just like an awesome uh, idea and gift that they, that they sent out uh, to me and some others at that tier. So, you know, that, that's, really appreciate it it's very very cool uh and i love it and it will go on my shelf i only took it down for this actually it hasn't moved from the shelf since i got it but um the other thing that i had jumped into is um i have my dungeon team that i talk about and will be referring to in a minute uh but we kicked up a little group with speaking of uesb doc from the unofficial elder scrolls pages uh, as well as two of our friends uh as well and we've just been doing random cleanup achievements in-game, in dungeons, like the weird things that most people either see or are just kind of like not even aware exist. Like, oh, do this hard mode while doing this thing and all of this <laughs> stuff. Um, it's basically four of us who are just interested in getting these weird achievements that have nothing to do, oftentimes even with skill, so much as just like, why would you do this? <laughs> um <laughs> So that's been fun. We got our first uh, session. We started off easy. We, we knocked out the Red Petal Bastion ones, which one of them's not getting hit by any of the running walls in the hard mode. One of them was 
specifically doing um, the, the, the fight with the main guy, and he has the two minions who come in, the archer and the two-hander, and the second fight in Red Petal Bastion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so one of the achievements is just doing the fight incredibly wrong, which is to <laughs> step on 40 of the traps that are thrown oh. out in the fight. So you have to take a really long time running around just intentionally stepping on traps and blowing them up the whole time. These, these are the things why most people don't know they exist. I may have gotten that by mistake because I don't care about <laughs> traps. I just step on the, them. It's so the, the thing <laughs> is, though, 40 of them, you need to also drag the fight out to even get oh. 40 of them. To sp- so it's not even like... And it, sometimes you burn too fast. So that, like as a side effect, you don't That's gonna go even... in there with pugs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Come on, guys. We'll figure this out. Um, and then the other one was um, as the goat going and eating 25 sweet rolls during that goat fight. Dude. Again, requiring you to drag that fight out mm. for so long. <laughs> Can I just say, though, the goat fight is my favorite fight in the game right now. Because <laughs> you know so how funny. those sweet rolls give everybody ultimate regen? Yes. And you know how my build is already a massively stupid ultimate regen build? Dude, in that fight, I can keep on my own the major force from Warhorn 100% (laughs) up just by myself. Warhorn every 10 seconds. It's insane. that's it's crazy. So or I can keep Magma Shell up 100%. Just time. all the time. Never drop Yeah, it. you're just yeah. permanently <laughs> invincible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that fight. I love that fight. It's stupid. It's super fun. And uh, so, so yeah, there, there's those, those are the things we did this last week. We're going to be messing around with the Dread Cellar next week and try to find some weird ones to do in there. There's a whole bunch of them. But yeah, so that's been kind of fun as just like a side project. And then the other, the, the last thing that I've kind of done since... Um, the last show was one of your favorite hard modes that you definitely don't have any issues seeing things in. Oh, Moongrave Fane. <laughs> Moongrave Fane. Um, we went into Moongrave Fane and uh, got the Perfecta run in there, which would be the hard mode speed run and no death. Um, we had several close calls in there. And... Without being negative, because that is a pretty cool dungeon, um, I I will say points for creativity in that dungeon, absolutely. Minus points for that dungeon's performance. Uh, That place has a lot of technical errors. (laughs) Um, And pretty consistent ones, unfortunately. Um... The, the big thing is, I, I've said, I thought the block mechanic was unique, but it doesn't work super great. Uh, I kind of hope they never address it again. <laughs> I kind of hope they just leave mechanic? that. So, you know, you have to like slide the blocks around. to. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The not blocking, but the actual like the blocks. The, the actual the, physical I don't like that. block. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. They're so, janky. Again, they're very janky. And we lost several trifecta runs. Uh to the block being stuck in the chandelier in the ceiling. In the um, ceiling? Oh, yeah. How, and it's how did on you video. get it up to the ceiling? So when he resets the block by, like, putting up his arms and throwing it to the place, and then he goes behind it, and you have to move it so that the dragon mm-hmm. breath hits him, when it goes up, it gets stuck in stalactites in the ceiling. What? <laughs> it can hit things up above the arena, and it will just get lodged in them. <laughs> and... <clears throat> 
on our final on, on our final clear because we had it happen so many times our dps got real efficient at it if you can aim up you can throw a like a light attack from a uh, from a ranged weapon and push it off the stalactite oh, wow. and it will <laughs> slide and we actually lost several runs like that our final run which was the ultimate brain breaker two of us saw it in the ceiling two of us saw it on the ground so we weren't what? even seeing the same image how does that like i don't <laughs> know um it's very very bizarre um there was also another um really awkward situation because i know you don't like the homunculi things Ugh. but um so you know when you have to go to the pillars and the blood coagulants pop out as well mm -hmm. those little like red blobbies yeah i got one shot because i wasn't blocking a heavy attack at like 20 something percent which was infuriating oh. and i watched the video over i was like why was i not blocking what did i do wrong a coagulant because i was blocking so many of the homunculi a coagulant got under my feet and it thought i was sliding down a mountain because i started to do the <laughs> slide animation dude okay and that is annoying but that is also very funny i mean funny as hell so my block went down and my character started going and like sliding <laughs> and i got uppercutted into the wall and i was like are you <laughs> why uh, <laughs> so that one was pretty entertaining and infuriating yeah. um there was another one where we actually clipped the frame where i died because i i we all kind of face planted quite a few times um there was one where it said i wasn't blocking and i watched it in ultra frame by frame slow-mo and i literally had my shield up and it was the frame the shield was going up that he hit me as the heavy attack and it oh. slipped in the damage before the shield but the shield was literally on screen in the screen i'm like that's garbage yeah. but so we we definitely had some interesting things um the other side effect of that place uh kind of just to end is the fact that our dps uh have come up with their new thing of they used Thracian Stranglers for everything because they felt that they wanted even more damage than too much damage. Um, mm -hmm. And they, to build Thracian Stranglers, you need to get kills with, um, you basically just kill anything and it adds a stack. Mm -hmm. And you get flakier, but also do more damage. And they're sitting at like 9300 spell and weapon power by the end of these dungeons <laughs> wow okay <laughs> they're made of glass but they which is an interesting choice for perfecta runs of no <laughs> death, uh, which stresses out our healer immensely uh, <laughs> but they are hitting so hard it is just it's madness um just for a gauge like the the our speed run for moongrave actually ended up uh we did it in i think 21 minutes oh, like wow the whole okay. dungeon and like we had fights that barely like would last it was like the <laughs> um the the two you fight before grundwolf and the the mage thing mm -hmm. we actually got there's a way you're supposed to stagnate their damage so they never transfuse and trade health back and forth if you can keep them within five percent of each other yeah there was one run where we actually got the achievement for never letting them transfuse because they killed the mage 
in three seconds. So the game <laughs> literally couldn't do the first animation. <laughs> so we ended up getting, I was like, wow, that was, that was a lot of damage. Um, but yeah, so it, it was a struggle bus uh, for that one, just because that dungeon, that hard mode is a lot, um, yeah. <laughs> even, even error free. But it is super fun. Um, and I'm glad that we knocked that out. We got two left. So next up is Layer of Marsalock, which should be interesting. Oof. Um, yeah. I don't look forward yeah. to. I don't know. I I feel like we 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 might not get those. <laughs> You'll be like, surprised once Moon you get going. Keep, like Falkreath Hall, Moon Hunter Keep. The easier once DLC you get going, it gets wanna... it gets infectious. I also suggest start with uh, um, Ice Reach. Oh, uh, that makes sense. It's dude. One of we... the most manageable ones. Mm -hmm. And it's super fun, and it'll give you a gauge as how you guys do with trifectas uh, yeah. or perfectas. Um, well, we, I, we I thought we, we would start with Moon Hunter Keep because we got used to it now that we did like a That's no death attempt. So we are like warmed up for the uh, for the Moon Hunter Keep. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I guess Ice Reach makes sense as well. But the final, actually, the final hard mode of Ice Reach, in my opinion, is worse than Moon Hunter Keep's hard mode. It's a lot yes. less manageable it, and a lot less RNG involved, especially with who gets the fire and uh, stuff yes. like that. So. Um, it, it, it's definitely chaotic, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it doesn't... It's a good mix of not punishing burn the way that Moon Hunter Keep does. Mm. Moon Hunter Keep requires a lot of organization of controlled damage. Yeah. Again, not, not that you're wrong, it's just... it's. I feel that Ice Reach gives a little more room for error, actually, um, at least in my experience. Yeah, I've, I've actually done that one, I think, four times or whatever with just <laughs> different groups. Um, and so it's like, as long as you're prepared for it, it's a little more manageable, yeah. I think. Moon Hunter Keep, Pure Lunacy is a, is a pretty big flex still. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll yeah so I think being that you have D&D &D on the horizon... Yes. Um, yeah. Do you have any uh, have anything else before uh, we kind of close up shop and await Thursday's big reveal? <laughs> yeah, um, I'll shout out to DND. So we actually passed two year mark on the roads less traveled DND campaign that we've been playing with uh, Ophelia, Dawn Whisper, Kpow, Ninja, and myself. Uh, it's a DND game homebrew for Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls actually, so it takes place about four or five years after the main events of Elder Scrolls Online, and we've been fighting, well, we've been more doing shenanigans than fighting, actually, but it looks like we are reaching the end, only three or four episodes on the horizon, it seems, and then hopefully we'll start a new campaign again in Elder Scrolls, and all of that stuff you can find on Ophelia's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ophelia. Uh, there's a collection called Road Less Traveled, which you can watch the entire backlog. And we will be live there for all of our live audience right now in about 20 to 30 minutes for our next episode. Other than that, uh, my urge to go back to content creation is very strong. I'm currently debating whether to go back to my usual ways of not sleeping and doing everything <laughs> at the same time. Or, you know, maintaining this somewhat healthier lifestyle i have not yet decided but we will see um other than that yeah i am very active on twitter mostly now that i don't really stream uh twitter.com slash arcaneer 
And I do the editing and everything else on the show still for you guys. So yeah, yeah. the reason these shows actually come out on audio <laughs> is Ark. <laughs> yeah, I have not given up, given up on you. I just don't have the time to do the other stuff, which thank you, Lotus, for keeping this going, man. Almost 300 uh, no. episodes. We are almost yes. there for the 300 episodes. And if you hadn't taken up the helm, <laughs> we would not have been here. So <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Well, no, it's my my pleasure. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun to do, and I, you know, with all the the messages and stuff like that that we've received, you know, I know that even if we're just like background sound for people's enjoyment, <laughs> I, you know, if if there's any way to provide that type of amusement, I'm uh, ha happy to help. So it's been, I. I Again, it's kind of weird to think that I I never really intended on like running anything here. It um, was the same for me, man. This is how it works. <laughs> but uh, no, it's definitely it's definitely a, a lot of a lot of fun. And um, yeah, hopefully we can do something interesting uh, for episode three hundred. We'll have to plan something because that is a milestone mm -hmm. you do not see a lot of podcasts hit. So yeah. the fact that all of you have kind of kept us going for this many years is is like astounding like it is it is it's it's weird to think that it's been that long long before either of us and like yeah this show's had a lot of transformation <laughs> over over the years and i think that's kind of what helped it carry on yeah. it's none of us I mean, individually there, it's kind of just like a group effort yeah there has been over a dozen hosts and co-hosts involved in tales of tarmiel since the beginning like legit more than 10 people helped make this show not including the like special guests and and obviously the the, the audience it's been it's been amazing and yeah. hopefully we'll with the same idea we'll continue to keep this going i mean see if, if i i'm unable lotus picks it up if lotus becomes unable i'll pick it up if both of us are unable we'll find someone this show will continue um we'll, we'll figure it out Yes. Uh, yeah. Three hundred um, episodes. I have no clues what to do. We'll we'll, we'll have to. I, I've got some that. ideas. We'll have to iron a few things out. We got a little bit of time, so Nordic keep your eyes Bethel peeled, and not to mention <clears throat> the fact we got you know some interesting episodes in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess. Um, that's pretty much going to do it a little more reasonable. I know, shocking, reasonable time <laughs> for, for a show here. Um, but this was a little more condensed as next week I, I fear for how long I will need to be awake for that show. Uh, because uh, unless they literally say, hey, he, here's one thing and we're not going to talk about anything else, which they've never done once, um, I feel like there's going to be a lot to discuss after the big reveal next week. So... Um, Prepare Man, yourselves so for much that caffeine. hype show. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I want to be there for that episode. Like, yes. I mean, so, every episode I want to be here, especially when you have, like, amazing people, like, you know, Nefes, Skinny Cheeks, you know, Matty, <laughs> Avron, Deltia. I still haven't got... I, we need to get him back so I can chat with him as well. But, yeah, with, with, with the next episode, I want to be there. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll figure out... Basically, after the reveal, we'll start planning what we can do because, obviously, it's going to be a, a, a kind of like a big community thing along with the actual show being like such a community effort. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll obviously keep you informed so that we can have like a nice, crazy discussion about all of that <laughs> good stuff. And uh, be excited for Thursday, everybody. It'll... it'll it, 
hopefully we'll get some really interesting stuff because it definitely seems like it's going to be that way um I guess that's pretty much where we can close this week as all hype goes into the next week and the reveal, but you can follow everything Hold we on, do over at Dungeon Crawl. Oh, wait. I, I, I just read a question on chat, and I want to oh, let yes. everyone ponder on this as they listen oh, to this episode, which has nothing to do with Elder Scrolls, but this is great. What are your thoughts on why the best tasting part of a cucumber is the worst tasting part of a watermelon? <laughs> I, wow. I, yeah, ponder on that until next week, I guess. it's <laughs> that's, that's deep. I don't... I don't... I... Yeah, now wow. the outro. <laughs> huh. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to follow that. That should have just been the outro. We should have just done that. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Ark? Since you're not even here that much, why don't you do the outro? Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> well, you can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Discord, Spotify, and everything else. Be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork. Although, I am not really good at the moment with the uh, rewards there, but it helps support the show and help us pay for the hosting services and everything like that. You can also leave us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great, great day, night, and the time zone you're in. Bye, everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.